Welcome to another episode of Baggers Chats. It is week two for Trade Talk. Today I'm joined with uh, Ethan Duffy. How are you, mate? Good, mate. It's uh, been a very, very uh, interesting week um, with the Blue Baggers. We're very, heavily, involved, heavily involved. Very, very busy week. So uh, obviously we'll touch on the trade a little bit later, but um, obviously we'll try and Touch on first things first. Of course, last week we forgot about we we actually forgot to mention them. So uh, we had to make sure that all of our supporters know that Sam and Jack haven't left us. We we are still all together, but Sam and Jack are unavailable. Obviously, going through the trade, um, the trade week just because uh, with their new podcast around the wicket, make sure to get around them. But um, obviously for probably the next couple of weeks, um, just so they can get their podcast up and running. Uh, they will be unavailable. So you are stuck with Daff and I for the next couple of weeks <laughs> for trade talk. But um, make sure you get around uh, around the wicket. Make sure you get around around the wicket. But, yeah, um, very It is a very good podcast, I must, I must say. So uh, obviously they're joined with um, also Aiden and Jai, who are a couple of our good mates as well. So um, it's a very good podcast and make sure to get around it. Okay, so let's get stuck into it. So obviously we'll start off with uh, the heartfelt stuff. So um, obviously Sam Doherty um, is going through quite a tough battle at the moment with um, <clears throat> with cancer. So um, so far from what I'm hearing, he's going okay. The treatment's going well. He's almost past the treatment. It's probably just a, um, a few more weeks until he can really get through it. But um, obviously all the players got around uh, Doc by shaving their head, um, which I think that was really good to see. What was, what was your thoughts on it, Duff? Yeah, it's just a good thing to see. It's um, just shows the footy world, um, you know, is is a good place. There's always more important things than on-field performance for mine. You know, um, obviously, you know, cancer and um, family and all that type of stuff is more important than uh, winning games of footy. So it's just good to see the boys get around it and shows that the culture of the footy club is still good, despite yeah. you know yeah. media being all over us at the end of the year. You know, so yeah, yeah it's great to see and. Hopefully, you know, Doc's fully recovered in, you know, week's time. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I think uh, that's probably one of the things that I've actually noticed. Um, a lot of the people are getting around the players just and kind of saying like, oh, well, this is what you want to see. Like, you want to see if one of your players goes down, everyone goes down with you. It's kind of that It's kind of that type yeah. of mindset, which is actually good to see. So, um, obviously, Sam Docky, um, absolute legend, um, probably legend of the club, very good player, all Australian in, in his own right. So uh, hopefully we wish to see you back out there, Sam Doherty. And also, um, of course, our co-host Sam Colson has also put his hand up to uh, probably next month to shave his head. Uh, Duff, Jack and I are too scared to uh, to shave their head <laughs> off because we're a bit, but obviously we've gotten around the cause. Uh, we've donated some money to Peter Max yep. Foundation, but um, also make sure to get around um, Sam and his, uh, his, uh, his process with uh, shaving his head. So um, we'll obviously attach the link below. Make sure you donate and make sure you get around Sam and everyone, everyone else involved. All the best, Sammy. All right. So let's get started with the delistings. So obviously this is uh, quite um, not a very uplifting start, but we need to get it out of the way. So uh, obviously Sam Ramsey is one of the two that have de- been delisted. Daph, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's an interesting one for me. Um, I think he's, it's a bit stiff for mine. Um, he just lacked opportunity at AFL level. 
Um, even at VFL level, you know, due to the last two years, not really being seasons. Well, last year, they didn't really have a VFL. They just had, you know, scratch matches of, you know, 12 v 12, which is just a load of shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not really good preparation for AFL level. And then this year, obviously, got cut short because of the, all the recent lockdowns and that. So I, I was surprised, honestly. Um, I think a few, a few players who were on the chopping block and are still at the club are very, yeah. very lucky. Yeah, um, they just got to have a good, good year to um, hopefully earn themselves a contract next year and hopefully not get delisted. Yeah, I mean, obviously we won't name all the players that we are quite uh, arguably shouldn't really be deserved of playing um, next year. So who knows? I mean, there might actually be some more delistings to come. But um, obviously Sam Ramsey, very very stiff. Um, I I mean, he hasn't even played an AFL game, and I thought he's actually been pretty good in the VFL games that he's actually been able to play this year. And um, obviously the the um the scratch matches as well. That doesn't really, it's not really AFL. So yeah. very stiff on Sam Ramsey, and hopefully he can get another um another opportunity from another club or even us with the pre with the pre rookie draft. But um we'll have to see. But um obviously our other D listing is a very interesting one. Uh, Michael Gibbons, what's your thoughts on that, Daff? Yeah, I'm. Oh, it's it's a fifty fifty one because there's a few positives and a few negatives to mine. I think. Um, one of the negatives is Gibbo provides a bit of culture. Um, he's always been a good figure in the group. Um, obviously, has that uh, infamous podcast with uh, Fish, uh, Gibber Fish. Gibber got to had a few mixed reviews. Uh, <laughs> his time, but um, no, nah, he's a good guy, Gibbo, and yeah. um, he, he worked his ass off to get to AFL level. And you know, he had five opportunities to get picked up, and he didn't. And then obviously, finally, we picked him up um, before the 2019 season, and. Yeah, just for me, I think it's just, it's a positive because um, if guys like that are getting delisted, um, it just shows that our list is progressing and yeah. certain players in that kind of mid-forward range are improving, like the stocks. So, um, yeah, well, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, spot on with that. Um, I spoke to a mate last night, close mate of mine, Barney, um, and he he was just saying how, um, how that's a really good sign to see um, how Michael Gibbons is actually getting delisted and a guy like that, because everyone was like, oh, stiff on Michael Gibbons. But I'm like, well, too many players, the same sort of role. And it's, yeah. I mean, I mean, it might be quite harsh, but he was a good player in a shit side and he simply couldn't keep his spot in a good side with a progressing yeah. side. So, I yeah. mean, very, very stiff on Michael Gibbons. I reckon he was actually half decent with the chances that he's got. I mean, as you said, um, he has a crack, which is what, the Carlton players should do, but um, yeah, very stiff on Michael Gibbons. So obviously we'll move on from that and we'll get into the trades that has happened uh, over the past week. Well, uh, obviously we have been very, very active. So we'll start off with the players that we've given away. So obviously um, SBS to West Coast and we received pick 52. Uh, what was your thoughts on that, Daph? Yeah, well, <laughs> there's been a lot of talk about what we um, got in return for that deal. Um, it's you can see it both ways. I think you can see it as you know we weren't going to offer him a contract. It's better than you know letting him walk for nothing. So, um, but then again, he's a pick six player, and we know you know he can really light it up on his day. So, I think it's just it's probably a win win for both teams. Um, the way we get to play is get to move on from last year and well this this well, the season passed, and um, you know Vossi have a new philosophy and. You know, Sam might not be a part of that plan and he might be a part of the West Coast plan. So hopefully it's a win-win for both teams. But um, yeah, what, what, are you, what are you thinking about it? Yeah, I mean, obviously pick, 
pick 52 is in um what that's a third rounder is it a third or fourth yeah, yeah so third, third i think yeah. yeah i mean a pretty late third but um yeah. obviously uh yeah it's an interesting one just because i just said he's a former pick six um a lot of players was i mean we, we mentioned it last week how we were saying oh well he wasn't really given the opportunity i mean we didn't mention it, but how other people were mentioning how yeah. he wasn't given the opportunity in the midfield where his primary role is. But as we said, if you're going to be a good player, if you are a good player, you can play in any position. And yeah. obviously he was, I mean, we said that the halfback flank is probably one of the easiest roles in the team. Yeah. And he really, he really couldn't keep his spot in the team. So obviously SBS, great player. One of my, I mean, I'm one of his biggest fans. So I really do hope that he can, um, can light up for West Coast, but not too much because we don't want him to be as good as he was at Carlton. But um, <laughs> obviously all the best to SBS and uh, we wish you all the very best from from the Baggers Chat boys. So uh, obviously we'll move on to uh, the players that we've brought into the club. So obviously we'll start off with the free agents, with the free agents, uh, George Hewitt from the Sydney Swans. What were your thoughts on that, Daph? Yeah, massive get, massive get. Um, you know, I think it's just a position we needed to fill. Um, just that defensive midfielder. Um, that we lack. We just we have a few front runners um, in our team. So guy can run both ways and he's still good with the footy. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not just a you know a trotter and he just tackles all day. He does a bit does a bit of everything. So you know, I, I see no real risk picking him up really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean I mean like he's 25. So there's I mean, as you said, there's no real risk and it's kind of a win-win because we didn't have to give up much. It's a four-year deal, I believe, for 450 a year. I yeah. Believe. yeah so yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good for George Hewitt. And I don't yeah. think, um, yeah, so obviously that's, and, and like, as you said, um, last week, Cal, that must show you how bad the salary cap is at Sydney for not, yeah. for, for a player of his um, quality, um, mm. for him not even to be offered a 450-year contract. It's pretty, uh, yeah. it's pretty interesting on no, Sydney. No, I think... I think with that point, I think he was actually on a fair bit at Sydney. I think yeah. he was on six fifty plus, so that's a that's more of a bonus for us. Yeah. So you know, he's not moving necessarily for the money; he's um, just moving, I guess. You know, well, he's forced out with a squeeze, but he's not asking for much. He just wants to, you know, be a part of a good culture, and hopefully, that culture at Carlton's good for him. Yeah, as you are, <laughs> as the sunshine starts to beam in, but um. You know, because I think also what I'm kind of liking to see, and we spoke about it on the chat, how um how the interviews with the players, with Voss, and how already we are getting so... I reckon we've gotten already in the past two or three weeks with Vossi taking <laughs> over, we've gotten more from the club than what we did all year this year. So it's so yeah. good to see. It's so good to see that. It just yeah, it just makes it you know it makes us excited about the club. Yeah. It's a good it's a good PR. It's it's yeah. good PR yeah. for the club. Um, you know, as members, you want to know your players as much as possible, as people, and your coaches as people. And you know, Vossi's you know talks that they've been doing and posting, they're not necessarily just about footy. They're talking about life and um, you know all stuff around that. So no, it's great. I love it. I'm, I'm just if you feel like you're actually in the conversation yeah. with them, you know what yeah. I mean. You feel yeah. like on a personal level, you actually know them. So it's just good. Yeah. So um, obviously we'll move on from our uh, George Woods and obviously very excited to see what he can actually do at the club. And obviously um, with the team going ahead with this new look, but um, now we'll move on to uh, Lewis Young from the Western Bulldogs. Uh, we obviously traded him for fi- for pick 52, which uh, which was involved with the SBS deal. So um, 
I think that's a great get. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think he's one that kind of it was under the radar um, for the last few months. There was a bit of talk about him and us being quite, um, you know, connected in it with a trade in the future. But at least we got that deal done. Um, he's good stock. Um, I did hear today that uh, might have been Voss or someone else talking about Oscar McDonald. Um, I think he'll be, I reckon he'll be at the club next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're hoping he gets his body right. So if you have a few, you know, key backs, um, and also when you're versed, you know, tall teams like a Port Adelaide, you can play all of them. You know, you can play three of them. You know, you got you got young Weeders and Jones. Like, geez, it's not bad really. And then you got yeah, obviously you got your Sards and your Williams and um, whoever else. So he's he's an intercept mark. He's going to be working under Jonesy and Weeders. He'll get even better. His, his ceiling's very high. So yeah. it's a great pickup. So, what's your thoughts on his uh, position on the club, uh, on on the field? Do you think that he will? Because he played a little bit of a. I feel like he played a little bit of fault. Like he played everywhere on there. Yeah, the yeah. I think I think that was the problem. I think that's. I think he aims to be more of a defender. He, yeah. was, oh, he was picked as a defender. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. I think he towed us in his first game. Um. Yeah. His debut, yeah. he took a took a hanger in front. Hanger. Of yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was just like, who the hell's this kid? He's killing us. But um, yeah, no, I think he'd be a defender. Um, yeah. Obviously, if there's injuries, he might, you know, pinch it in the ruck. But I don't think, I, I don't think Voss would, you know, be one of those coaches that would try and fill spots with guys who don't play there regularly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, I'd say key back. Yeah. You see yourself? Yeah, I think a key back. Um, obviously, to try and just. Um, Learn his craft again, I guess, because I feel like the doggies may have messed him around a bit, which is a bit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's good for them just because it just shows how many um, the key back stocks they actually have. And it, I mean, I'm I'm very glad to have him at the club. But my question to you is: Do you think that he will be in our best twenty-two? Yeah, it's interesting because sometimes it's hard to tell from now. You know, if he if he has a good training block from you know whenever preseason starts to you know the the preseason matches, um, the NAB Cups or whatever they call them nowadays. But if he, you know, if he has, if, if he finds a good role where we have both Jones and Weedier, I think he could definitely be best 22. Yeah. But um, obviously that's, you know, if Marchbank's fit, does he play over him? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a roller coaster. So you, you can't really guess right now, but he'd be a top 20, he'd be top 26. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope so, but um, yeah, I mean, as you said, just with the March Bank, it's going to be tough because with Lewis Young coming in, what does that mean for March Bank? Um, is maybe the club just saying, oh, well, if if he can't get his body right for 2022, where, where does that leave him? Because I think he's contracted, isn't he? So he's contracted beyond 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I reckon it's a bit of a safety. It's a bit of a safety in case March Bank just doesn't pull up good yeah. enough. Yeah, you don't, want to, you don't want to be left with, you know, if, if a Jones retires in three, four years, you don't want to be left with, you know, a young 19-year-old playing fullback, you know what I mean, or bringing in some dud. Yeah. You want someone who's, you know, been a part of the system for long enough, like the Carlton system for long enough, the one yeah. that Mossy's building now. And once he gets into the team, he might play not too many games. But once he's in, he doesn't look like he's lost out there. He looks like he's, you know, ready to play and the whole system's working well around him. So, yeah, so obviously we're very stoked to have Lewis Young at the club. I think he's going to get 
I think he's going to be a great player. And I reckon he will be back in the the number three, no, the number 33 jersey that he wore the first time that he, I think because I think he wore it the first year, number 33 at the Doggies. But I reckon now Sam Ramsey's gone. Long sleeves as well. So. Long sleeves. How good's that going to be? Because who, who was number 33? I think Ryan Hallahan was number 33. Yeah, Hallahan. Hoops. Hoops, man. Hoops. All right. So uh, also we'll move on, but um, very, very stoked to have Lewis Young at the club. So now we'll uh, talk about the big name, the big fish that we got into the club. Finally, it was the player that we had to try and get into the club. He was worth a pick six. We gave up more than we were expecting, but we are, of course, talking about Adam Chera. What are your thoughts on that, Daph? No, oh, very, very happy um, when the news came through. Obviously, it was a bit of a domino effect yesterday. Just that deal got done, and you know, Samo got done, and it all. We just got our players in about a you know half an hour or so. So it was good we got the deal done. It was the first trade period where I wasn't too worried. Um, you know, last year the Saab deal kind of got dragged on because of you know stupid Dottero from Essendon who <laughs> asked for Walsh and Mackay and Weedering in a deal for fucking Saab. So no, it was good. I, I respect the Dockers. Um, you know, they spoke well and. They weren't so salty about him leaving. Um, they just wanted to get the best deal they could and um, they didn't hold on forever. Um, respect for both the player and our club. So, no, it was just a great deal. Um, he's he's going to be massive for us. Um, he's just he's just going to take that liability off. Not not liability, but just the whole, you know, Crips won't have to carry. Crips yeah. won't have to carry anymore. Walsh won't have to carry so much. They're all going to have their little, you know, and you got your Paddy Dows, you know, you got your Kennedys who hopefully continue their form from last year. And geez, you got George Hewitt. It, it, re- it really should work out. It, re- it really, really should work out. What are you, what are your thoughts on uh, the uh, Chera? Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously stoked to have him at the club. I, I'm actually a really big fan of his. I like, I don't watch many Freeman Heddle games, but when I do, uh, I definitely keep an eye on him. Um, him, Sarong, Brayshaw. I reckon they had one of the best mid- midfielders, in the, a young mid- midfielders in the comp, but uh, obviously now we have poached Adam Chera. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great get for us. Um, pick six, yeah, a pick six in future third. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, as you said, we just yeah, have to yeah. Well, when you when you when you look at it, you go, how many third round picks are turning into stars? He's, yeah. So, yeah, I know, I know it's a risk because in five years, Freya will pick some gun yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to get the deal done, we need it now. Like, we, exactly if, we right. just, if, we were just, if we were holding on to just going, yeah. we're giving you six and nothing else for a yeah. week, yeah. that would just, and we, you don't want to have that situation where he's walking to the preseason draft. Yeah. Because that would be the most nerve wracking time ever. So, yeah. it was good we got the deal done. He's at the club, silky yeah. mid, yeah. feeding it to Harry, Premiership Cups. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it up. but yeah no like it's just um yeah because i reckon he was one of my favorite um players in that draft especially um it was down and i think it was who, who was number one pick in that draft rainer wasn't it rainer i believe yes. yeah so that was a pretty good draft i mean rainer obviously has been unfortunate with his injury this year but um i reckon chera um yeah great get um and as you said it's going to be interesting what they actually do with the midfield because what you have yeah. The Paddy Dows and Matthew Kennedy's, um, like they all kind of have that same sort of just attributes and kind of just the roles that they actually bring to the club. And it's the yeah. how they're going to be played on the field, whether mm-hmm. Matthew Kennedy maybe might play that forward role as he kind of came. Yeah, in. yeah. 
it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's because I, I reckon a good idea for the midfield, I reckon the starting midfield round one will be, this is the lock, it'll be TDK, Chera, uh, Walsh and Cripps over the midfield. Um, but I think when they, you know, during a game, they might be rotating Walsh and Chera. They might be both rotating. So, you know, Chera might be playing on the wing for a rest and then obviously switch with Walsh. They're both very good at that. Yeah. They're both very good at being able to switch it to the outside, back in, like yeah. back inside and obviously know their role. So, um, gee, it'll be it'll be exciting to watch. I'm telling yeah. you, the blue the blue bang army. I'm telling you, they're going to be up at about round one like round one. Or, I mean, it, 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 just, it just has to happen. It yeah. just has to happen next yeah. year. It just yeah. has to happen. Yeah. You got to tick off the hoodoo, get yeah. rid of the fucking Richmond hoodoo, knock them off, yeah. finish off their dynasty, put them in the grave. Yes, I, I, I would do. I would do anything. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I would do anything just to see. By like about 10 minutes into the fourth <laughs> quarter, we're up by 45. Richard supporters walking out, and we're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> oh, mate, I fucking would do anything to see that happen. I'm not even kidding. Even if, like, I, I reckon I would rather do it to Richmond than Collingwood. I'm not even, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. But I just, yeah. I'm starting to hate Richmond so much while they're going, and I would do anything to just see them drop. Like, I reckon they could be one of the teams that could really drop. But, Obviously, we don't want to write off Richmond. We know how good the club they are. But um, yeah, so back to um Chera and also and and obviously the midfield. Um just it's kind of gonna be interesting just because where that leaves a guy like Will Setterfield. Because you look at a guy like Will Setterfield, and in 2020, he actually seemed like he was starting to gain some momentum and he yeah. went into preseason. We were we were excited to see him play. We were expecting to see him really rise in 2021, and he just he just really didn't and it's unfortunate on him but yeah I mean like as we said it's going to be very interesting what they do with that midfield and obviously with with the positions and stuff but um it's going to be really good science it's really good science for the club yeah it's it's good it's interesting set of field I was actually thinking about it the other day I'm just like well what are we to do with him like yeah. like you know he's probably got one more year in his contract I'd imagine yeah probably one year I'd imagine but um Geez, will he be getting a game? Like, I think it'd be a battle between him, Dow. Um, I'd think Paddy Dow would get a game most weeks. Maybe a Kennedy, maybe him and Kennedy, you know, rotating. Yeah, yeah. But he, he can't really fit on the wing set of field. Like, he just wasn't good enough on the wing. Yeah. And even Unless, like Ed Kerno. Like, Ed Kerno's in that mix now. Like, he's yeah. starting to age. But I reckon he will still get a game. Like, I reckon he will yeah. still get a game. But... It's yeah. just depending on how it's just how we play. Like if if Centerfield's got defensive strengths that Voss likes and the way we defend, you know, team defense or whatever, and he helps that in that certain area of the ground, then he'll pick him. Yeah. I think I think people need to move away from what they do with the ball sometimes. Yeah. Like you've got to have roles where you're sacrificing your game to win yeah. the game for yeah. your football club. Yeah. Like you see that with the best teams, people running all day and they're barely getting the ball. Yeah. Oh, they're just running in spots, filling up spots, blocking up spots, zoning, yeah. you know, all that type of stuff. Um, if you've got players buying into whatever Vossi is bloody telling them, yeah. it'll work out. Because this year, like, mind you, we played not even defence, any defensive. No. Like, we could not defend the ball with it when the other team had it. You knew they were kicking a goal. That's not on. Like, if we fix that part of that game, I'm telling you, our offence is fine. Our yeah. offence is fine. Yeah. We'll score. We'll score every week. We just got to be able to stop teams. We just yeah. got to be able to stop teams. But yeah, that yeah. feels interesting. Yeah, but like as you said, like even like the like the offense, it's just got to be. 
I think we're actually forgetting. We fucking have Charlie. Like we gave Charlie Kerno what five games, four games yeah. in the last what four or four. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know how many games he actually played, but I think he played at least four. Yeah, he's four, four games into Charlie Kerno. Like he's gonna go into preseason, and oh, I'm so, I I seriously reckon he's probably my favorite player at the club. Um, Charlie Kerno, I reckon. Everyone say, oh, he's overrated. Oh, he's only a one-year wonder or whatever people say. Mate, it's like he's still so young. And we've seen what yeah. Harry Mackay has done this year, 2021, with winning Coleman. God, it's going to be very exciting to see what we do with our Charlie Kerner next year. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, it's uh, it's very, very exciting times for the club. Um, obviously, we brought in three very key ins. Uh, obviously, SBS, very... Um, Obviously, has not done enough to keep his spot at the club. And obviously, we wish him all the best at West Coast. But um, once again, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today, Daph. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been great, mate. It's been great. A lot of, a lot of stuff to cover. Um, I'm sure we'll do some type of recap, um, you know, talking about, you know, off-season and all that type of stuff and what we need to improve. So, we'll do a re- recap next week of the trade talk. Um, I guess there wouldn't be too many moves um, next week. There probably might be a few pick swaps. Carlton obviously trying to get into the first round of this year's draft. So plenty to play out on that end. But um, yeah, it's been great, Pato. And as always, go the... I don't know my scarf, but go the mighty blue. (laughs)